It's gonna be a good day What would Jared do? Hey, choose your own adventure podcast. I'm Chad. And I am Eric. And we're here for another grueling adventure. Surprise, surprise. I'm ready to be grueled. I think this one is going to be unlike any adventure we've ever had. That's true. This is an intriguing, uh, uh, just like the, the premise of it is very simple. And I'm curious as to like what sort of choices we will be making. You know... We've had adventures on the high seas. We have indeed. We've had adventures with primates. Yes, and uh, aquatic mammals. Sure. But I don't think we've ever encountered a primate on the high seas. Probably true. And I don't know if we will in this book. I'm thinking maybe this is more <laughs> like slang. Like this is another magic of the unicorn. Maybe, yeah. So, uh, today we're reading Choose Your Adventure number 131, and it is entitled Surf Monkeys. Surf Monkeys! <laughs> yes. I think, I wish I had like a good like 1950s like surf, you know, like like the Beatles, like those little movies, you know what I mean, where they're like dancing on the beach. Okay, first of all, the Beatles never did that. The surf craze was totally like done well, I guess that's not true. The Beach Boys. But I know what you're talking about. Like Elvis. Yeah. Like Elvis had a bunch yeah. of those like Hawaiian surf movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Beach Boys are all about the surf craze. Yeah. Ooh, surfer girl, my little surfer girl. I sound yeah. just like a Beach Boy. You do. Man, I really miss you, my calling. We should like do, maybe we missed our calling as like a Beach Boys tribute band. <sighs> I'm totally down to travel the world as a Beach Boys tribute band. Help me, Rhonda, help, help me, Rhonda. Help me get help around me, Rhonda, my heart. Help, help me, Rhonda. Bo, 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 bo. Yeah, just like that. Wild honey! All right, now, All we're, right. now we're just doing like the hits. Now we're just riffing. Now okay. we're just the Beach Boys hits. Here we go. Uh, so let's just, you know, I, uh, let's... Let's paddle out. Should and, we, yeah, uh, let's let's surf let's on into it. this story. I'm just no no messing around. No, right. no shenanigans. No dillying or dallying. None of it. All right. Well, let's just do it. Yeah, I'm in. Hey, why don't? But first. Oh, okay. What? Most, most importantly. Oh well, I guess we could do that if you really wanted to. It, I really like it. Like, do you think that it's kind of important? It is. I feel like it gets us in the right headspace to make good choices. You're probably right. Why is it so difficult to remember? I don't know. We just get so excited, we maybe. Get so excited yeah, I'm just like, let's books. read like, this book. But first, we really should come together as Cherrick. Oh, yeah. That's oh, good. One. It feels good every time. Every single time. Oh, boy. Well, well, well. I so read so many words, you guys. Oh, so many words. So many words. And, like, a lot of these books, when they have a lot of words in the beginning, like, you actually just turn, like, the first ten pages. This book sent me all over the place. I was like, page 115, page 75, page 33, page 48, page 35, page 11, page 6, page 72. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> so. But I really do feel like uh, us, we, in this book, 
What's the right pronoun there? Pronoun? Both, you know. I feel like Cherik yeah. is really reflective of Eric's personal life and upbringing. Well, that's actually kind of true. That We did have some similarities, mm-hmm. um, first of which being... Gonna part the 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 uh, the, uh, the kimono, bit, the, 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 the kimono. Little bit. Uh, a little bit here. I grew up in Southern Indiana, which is where Cherik grew up in this story. Um, and instead of spending a hot, humid, sweltering summer helping to fix our mom's house, uh, we decided to go out to California with our uncle Dave uh, and be a surfer for the summer. And also, Eric. Decided to move to California and That's become a surfer. Also true. I did have a short stint as a surfer. I was never very good, <laughs> but I did kind of, you know, get in with the locals around town. Um, Venice. Venice is a crazy place, you guys. It's crazy down there. But there's a lot of really cool dudes. Just don't do the drugs they give you. That's my advice. Preach. I mean, that's just good advice all around. That's also true. Um, yes. But, um, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, yeah. So there are some similarities. I was having some flashbacks. It brought back some good memories in my life, which is great. And then I read 1,400 pages and wanted to cry. Uh, so I'm going to uh, catch y'all up real fast here. There's just some, like, bullet points here that I think are really important. There's one big thing that I want you guys to know. The surf monkeys are not actual monkeys, and I'm really disappointed. <laughs> I I still can't get a read on if Chad was just being facetious no, when he thought no, that I they really, were actually I going really to be monkeys. I thought they were going to be actual monkeys that were surfing. I mean, that would have been fantastic, but I I, oh, I kind of that's one hundred percent what I thought this book was about. I really didn't. I never thought that's what this book was about. One hundred percent was You're very ridiculous. excited for monkeys who were surfing. I mean, I like the idea of it. Like, if we had a, a friend monkey, what was that book? That we did not that long ago, where there was, like, monkey security guards. Like, this is not out of the realm of possibilities. Well, I mean, they were a hologram. That's but true. Still. Yeah, that was an interesting book. That one sucked. Didn't suck. It just I wasn't, just just wasn't that the, great. What was it? House of Danger. House of Danger. That wasn't dangerous Lack at all. Lack of danger. Yeah, it was... Mm. Uh, so, here, I'm going to catch up real fast. So, yes, uh, Cherik grew up in Indiana, is now in California with his Uncle Dave, who's a legitimate surfer dude. He loves surfing and fishing, right? So amazing. Yeah. He's like a hippie to the core. Fantastic. Uh, so we've been out here for the summer. Uh, now it's August. We've been um, surfing the entire time. We started out pretty terrible, just like I did. Um, but Cherik gave it much more of a shot, and he befriended this awesome kid named Jorge, who really, like... Taught us the ropes and gave us tons of advice. So, like, within a month or two, we were super dope surfer dudes. Um, so, Jorge's, like, our BFF. And this one morning, we go out there to, like, surf super early. And we're kind of surprised that nobody else is there. But we're like, like yeah, Jorge whatever. would totally normally be here yeah, by like, now. what's going on? And then we look over, like, by this coastline. And we see a surfboard just, like, floating out in the water. And so we, like, paddle over to it. And we see that it's Jorge's board and that there's a huge chunk taken out of it like a shark bite. Say what? Yes, it's a shark bite. But we can't be for sure that it's a shark bite because we like look around and there's sea lions around. And so like we don't see any mangled body parts floating anywhere. Mm -hmm. So we're kind of suspicious. So we do some investigating. We like check around all of Jorge's favorite points to surf and the lighthouse and things like that. Um, we're pretty sure that his family immigrated illegally to the country and his parents got deported. So we don't want to go to the police and like put in a missing persons report Ugh. for fear that Jorge will be deported. And there goes our best friend. I know, right? And we've ruined his life if he's not already dead. 
Um, we go to like his Aunt Maria's house and we... That's where he stays. Yes, that's where he stays. He stays with his Aunt Maria and we're like, in our best Spanish possible, we ask like, where is Jorge? And Maria's like, I thought she was with you. And we're like, nope. So we go check out his room and it's a mess. And for some reason, we end up pocketing a picture of him. But he's been, he never came home last night. So he's been gone all night long. Also true. Yes. He never came home. She thought that he was with us, but he wasn't. Um, yes. So. Then we're like, okay, well, maybe I should go ask these dudes who call themselves the, the surf, surf monkeys. monkeys. So they're like all hanging out at this surfer shop in this city. And we go there and we've never really liked them. They're kind of douchebags and, you know, all uppity in their surf ways. Yeah. Uh, but we got to go ask about Jorge because he's kind of, he's kind of befriended them in the last couple of weeks. And he's kind of been acting strange, it seems. So we think that maybe they know something about it. So we go ask them, and they're like, hey, Grimmy, which is like slang for a, a noob, immature surfer, which <laughs> we're not that bad. We're not a Grimmy. I mean, we're pretty, like, we're pretty we, decent. We were I mean, a Grimmy. We're, now we're like not a Grimmy. Like, I don't know what the surfer word is, but yeah, me not but, a Grimmy. Yeah, it's fine. So they are like, no, don't talk to us. Get out of here. And so we do. And, yeah, so we're, like, coming up cold with leads on the missing Jorge. Um, then the next day, we're, like, out surfing around, and we see the surf monkeys out at, like, one of their favorite spots. It is, like, the shipwreck of a freighter that, like, snapped in half, essentially, and, like, the bow of this um, ship is sticking up out of the water. And it's, like, their territory, right? It's, like, they claim that part of the ocean out there, the surf monkeys. It's, like, their gang territory or whatever. And so, like, still thinking that they know more than they're, like, letting on, mm -hmm. we head out there um, and we see two of them, um, Tommy and Rich, get in a fight. And Rich, like, socks Tommy in the face, and his nose starts bleeding, and they fall in the water. And almost immediately, we see a shark fin come up and, like, start swimming toward them. And we're the like... sharks are attracted to blood. Instantly. Yes. Their smell is, like, so amazing, they can smell blood from miles away. So it's like... And we're like, shark! Uh, they don't listen we to us. We spring into action. We though. do, yeah. So we like grab this piece of wood that's floating out there. We like paddle to the shark, and when it gets close, we like whack it on its head, and then we get our legs out of the water really fast, just in case it wants to eat us. And then uh, we scared it sufficiently so it like swims away. But all the surf monkeys have finally noticed what's going on, and then we all like paddle back to shore where some other surf monkeys are hanging out at their bonfire, and they're like. Oh my gosh, Grimmy, thank you so much for saving our life. You're awesome, essentially. Yeah. Um, and then they ask us if we want to be a surf monkey. Because, you know, know, we're pretty this. heroic and all that kind of stuff. Um, we're pretty surprised. We're kind of shocked that they would ask us. Because, um, like, they're, like, especially today, they seem very nervous and secretive. Um, and so, like, we think that they're obviously hiding something, which we had already suspected that they were kind of a sketchy group of dudes anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, so we're like, uh, well, yeah, maybe, like, I guess. Well, and then Carlos, I think he's, like, the leader of the Surf Monkeys. He's like, well, think about it. And if you're interested, he's like, come to the lighthouse at midnight and we'll give you an initiation ritual to make you part of the group. 
And so we're like, okay. So we're heading back to our Uncle Dave's house and we're thinking it over. And we're like, well, like maybe they could help us find Jorge. Maybe they know something about the missing Jorge. Um, or maybe they're just a distraction and we're already like wary of them. And so we're, we're not totally sure if we want to join them and maybe they don't really know anything that's going on. And maybe it would not behoove us at all to be part of their gang. So if we decide to join the surf monkeys, turn to page 48. If we decide to keep searching for Jorge by ourselves, turn to page 101. Okay. Two things. You did a fantastic job summarizing oh, all of that. Oh, thank you. I hope I didn't forget anything important. I think two, two maybe important, maybe not things okay. that you possibly, possibly skipped over. Skipped over. That's great. When we woke up the next day after we discovered Jorge's chomped board, we noticed scratched into the board <gasps> SOS. I did forget that. Yeah. So we like came out of the house the next morning and in like the morning sunlight reflection beautifulness, we noticed, yeah, SOS was scratched into his surfboard that had junk taken out of it. And then I don't know why I picked up on this, but you also forgot about the oil rig. Oh, that's really important. Yeah. I'm guessing that's going to be really important. Maybe. See, I didn't do such a good job, Chad. No, you did a great job. It's just those two things. Um, yeah. So, like, before the shark came – well, no, this was after the, after shark. the shark. So, like, when yeah. we're all hanging out at the bonfire, they were talking about this new oil rig that's getting built out off the coastline. And they were like, oh, well, it, doesn't it suck? Isn't it stupid? And we're like, yeah, those things should be illegal. Like, why are they building that? And that, that's pretty much it. That was pretty much it. But, but, yeah, like, it was a mention – and like, so, like, put that in there. Exactly. You know? Well, like, I'm guessing it's good. some sort of something going on with that oil rig that's kind of sketchy, and Jorge discovered something. Maybe. Or maybe it's part of our initiation ceremony to, like, swim out and, like, vandalize the oil rig. Ooh, that's exciting. Uh, okay. Yes. Those are two very important points. I'm glad that you remembered them. Uh, what do you feel about joining the surf monkeys? I don't like it. Really? You yeah. don't want to join them? I've never been one to, like, join a gang for like a you know in college like i i never joined like a frat right you know like yeah, me either i'm like a great surfer i don't need to be part of a group to enjoy surfing i just want to surf man that's true i'm like a purist i get that on the other hand like we're only going to be here for maybe another month tops so like what would it hurt to like kind of get initiated into a surfer gang it seems like kind of a cool thing to do. But, like, wasn't Jorge kind of, like, iffy on them, too? Yeah, but, but he, but he had been warming up to them. to, like, chum up to him. Yeah. But maybe he was trying to, like, dig into a mystery. Oh, maybe it's the surf monkeys that did something to Jorge. Uh-huh. Well, I feel like the best way to figure that out is to become one of them. We're like the inside man. I feel like the best way to figure it out is to spy on them. I mean, what better way to spy than on the inside? Mm. You know? Or like the mole. Do you I, remember that TV show? The mole. It was a great I TV show. Don't remember. I didn't even know that, oh, that was, was a TV amazing. show. That's amazing. Uh, anyway, I think, like, it could only help us in our search for Jorge and information to befriend these dudes. They're really important. I just feel like they're going to take us off mission. You know what I mean? Like, all of a sudden, we'll be doing stupid surf monkey things instead of, like, trying to find our friend. Yeah? yeah. I really feel like we will have more information. We'll, we'll have a, a wealth of knowledge. I mean, I guess knowledge. if we feel like the surf monkeys are really to blame. I don't know if they're to blame, but maybe they 
know more than they are letting on because the book said like they've been especially nervous and secretive. So like something's going on and maybe it doesn't have anything to do with Jorge, but like my guess is it probably does. And I am curious enough to want to be a part of their little monkey group. The monkeys. What you call them, the monkeys? Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. When people say we're surfing around, but we're so busy right, surfing fine. to give you a lick of our time. That's bad. Oh, did, what, was, did I convince you? Yeah. I've convinced you to become a surf monkey? Yeah, also, I just realized the book is called Surf Monkeys. Right, and if so we didn't become a surf monkey, then, then like, what, kind of what's, what's the, the point? point? Yeah. yeah. Jinx. <laughs> 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 How about that? <laughs> so, anyway. All right. Well, yeah, Surf Monkey yeah, it surf, is. Surf Monkey it is. Surf Monkeys. Okay. Maybe we'll at least get like a cool jacket or something. I bet we will. Yeah, we can start singing Grease Lightning. Okay, let's go to page 48. Well, I think we've joined an ocean-loving cult. I think we have joined a cult, that's for sure. Um, so we go to the lighthouse at midnight. No big deal. Climb the steps. We find the surf monkeys huddled around a lantern at the top of the lighthouse. Yeah. That, I mean, that's a great image. And they're like, ah, oh. Carlos jumps up. He's like, you came. All right. Nice. And one of the other dudes is like, righteous. Dude. <laughs> and Carlos explains their philosophy. And he says, we live for the waves. The waves are our life. I'm quoting the text there. And then, and then their pledge. Yeah, their mantra. The ocean is all, all for the ocean. It's like the Three Musketeers, man. So basically, their whole deal is they like try to do whatever they can to like stick it to the man who like is trying to take the ocean away from them for whatever reason. Yeah, nobody owns the ocean. Nobody owns the ocean, man. Yeah. Nobody waves. owns it. The dude. waves are free, bro. bro. Yeah. So. So we repeat the pledge, and we think, well, all right, we're in. They're like, well, not just yet. Oh, They're cherick. Um, first, you have to finish your initiation. And they're like, we'll give you two options. Great. We're like, sweet. Uh, you can either take a midnight ride on the big swell, which you would think is a wave. False. Definitely thought it was a wave. It's a giant roller coaster that has been shut down for like three years. Super rusty and sketch. Mm -hmm. And we're like, I thought that coaster was shut down. And they're like, not when we want it to be running, it runs. You know? Right. Did I make any sense? Probably not. I think it did. You know, we got the gist of it. It's fine. Um, and we're like, eh, okay. Option two. We're like, well. Can't get much worse than that. You're like, well, if you don't like roller coasters, uh, there's an authentic West Groundswell tonight. Perfect for a little nighttime surfing under the pier. What? We're like, what? Shoot the pier at night? Like, that's dangerous during the day. Mm -hmm. Shooting between all them barnacle and crusted pylons. Like, if you don't get hit by a pylon or, like, get headlong right into a pylon, like... Right. If you fall off, you're going to get sliced up by those sharp barnacles. It's like instant death. And there's not even, like, moonlight out tonight. Yeah, it's to really by. dark tonight. It's, like, tonight. pitch dark. Yeah. And they were like, why don't you just use your radar? Ha, 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 har, har, ha, har, ha, har. ha, ha, bro. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> 
so that's our choices. So we're sitting here pondering whether we want to go for a ride on the Sketch roller coaster. The big or, swell. Or shoot the pier. Yeah, they're all like staring at us expectantly, making like waiting for us to make a decision. Mm-hmm. Um, so Chad, yeah, there's there's a lot that like makes me think that shooting the pier is the right choice. Yep, me too. But be- go ahead because it's a book about surfing and surf monkeys, and like that seems to be like a very surfer choice, right? Yeah. Um, Eric totally wants to ride that rusty roller coaster, <laughs> dude. I am so into that choice. Uh, it just sounds exciting. It sounds thrilling and really scary and kind of fun. Um, it's probably super dangerous, but so is this pier. So I'm a, I'm a big fan of roller coasters. Maybe I'm so excited because I haven't ridden a roller coaster in a while. And like, this is my chance to live vicariously through this book and ride this old rusty roller coaster. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, I am so into riding that big swell. Uh, I hate roller coasters, Chad. I don't like them. It's a heights thing. Hate them. Really? Yep. Okay. So. So you'd rather shoot the pier? I feel like shooting the pier is definitely the right choice. And I feel like not only are we going to shoot the pier that we're going to freaking ace it. You think so? Oh, yeah. For okay. sure. All right. For sure. I am less excited about the choice, but I understand that it's probably the right one. I, I mean, I For us and for the book. Let, we'll just go to Worlds of Fun sometime, and I'll watch you ride a roller coaster. Well, that's no fun. I want you to be there next to me. I will be on the ground waiting for you to get done. That's not the same thing. <laughs> well, we can bring a third friend that you can go on the rides with. Perfect. And I'll hold everybody's stuff. I love it. It would a lackey. Yeah. No, that's fine. <laughs> okay. Well, let's shoot the pier. Yeah. Well, well, well. Oh, boy. Quite a bit. Quite a bit happened there. Yep. Um, I'm not going to lie. Got, got a little lost because I turned to about 37 different pages. It's fine. We, we got the summary. So... What happened first? Uh, we shoot the pier. Oh, we freaking shoot the pier. We nailed it. Nailed it. So the only reason I feel like that we had any shot yeah. was... The Lord blessed us. There was phosphorescent... Plankton. Plankton. A red tide. A red tide in yeah. the water, illuminating not only our board, but also like where the pylons were for the pier as the waves splashed up around it. Mm-hmm. So we shoot the pier. No problem like a pro aced it boom boom done and everybody was like so excited you know giving us high fives pats on the back and we like right. run into town because ev- well because all the surf monkeys shot the pier like not just us like they all like all of them went ahead of us and then mm-hmm. we went and then carlos went mm-hmm. um so we're all pumped from shooting the pier and we like go into town for revelries and uh then it's like getting pretty late you know time to go to bed and, you know, as we're, like, heading home, like, we're walking by this bar called, like, the Oily Gulf or something. Uh, the Oily Seagull? Or the Oiled Goal? The Oiled, the oiled Goal. Yes, yeah, that was it. it. And, uh, and this, like, man steps out. 
He has got this like a scarred face, and he's huge, he's and he's like burn victim. He's yeah, bulked up, and he grabs yeah. us by the shoulders, and he's like, "If, if we he have says, to deal with you, he says, you surfers better stay out of our way, or we'll get more of you.'" There you go. That's exactly what he said. From the text. Um, so we're like, "Well, I don't know what that dude's problem was." But we like, you know, wriggle free and like get the crap out. Right. And then later, when we get home, we notice that our shirt has like oily finger grease all over mm. it and we're like he must work on that oil rig out there yep and then we go to bed and then we go to bed and then we wake up feeling like pretty guilty because we did all of this cool stuff but we are no closer to finding jorge than we had been true so then we like see there's no on the fridge and uncle dave has gone fishing for a couple days so he's gone big salmon run yeah it's gonna be huge, huge. so much salmon lovely salmon um so we start and we're like, that's probably for the best, you know, because now we can like search for Jorge without having to make up excuses with Uncle Dave. You right. know? So we go all over town, like to the police station and like everywhere Jorge hangs out and like nobody's seen him. Nobody knows where he is. Yeah. We spend all day doing this and we get nothing. And we like come home and like cook up a scrummy dinner. And we're exhausted, so we fall asleep. We fall asleep and then we wake up and then we remember, crap, we were supposed to meet the surf monkeys at midnight. Back yeah. at the lighthouse. Yeah. They told us that the night before. And so we get to the lighthouse. And we're creeping We're a little up late. We're stairs. a little late. We're a little late. Creeping up the stairs. And we walk up the stairs. I don't feel like we're doing it super sneakily, but we walk up the stairs, right? We're creeping up the stairs. And then we, but we hear that Carlos and Tommy, two of the surf monkeys, are in an argument. Yeah. So we like kind of pause outside the door, which is slightly cracked. So we right. like eaves, drop the eaves. Yep, we do. Um, to see what they're arguing about. And they're arguing about Jorge. Yeah. And and Carlos is like, Jorge blew it. He's like, if he spills the beans, we're all done for. And Tommy's like, we can't just leave him, you know? He's just a kid. And Carlos is just like, man, dude, bro, we don't have a choice, man. We got to get the freak out of Dodge. They're like, we should go down to Mexico, go down to Baja, surf for a while there. Like, we'll keep an eye on the paper. Like, once this thing is all blown over, like, we'll come back. And every all the surf monkeys kind of give, like, a... They kind of agree. They're like, okay, all right, cool, whatever. But Tommy's like, what about the Grammy? And Carter's is like, screw the Grammy. I don't care about the Grammy. Like, leave him. Right. He's a Grammy. He's a freaking Grammy. I don't care. Even though he proved himself to be a surf monkey. Whatever. We're like, Carlos is like, meet at my house in an hour and we'll leave. Get all, you know, get whatever you need. Meet at my house in an hour. So, our choice here is, should we, like, step out from behind the door, reveal ourselves? You know, clearly they know more about Jorge than they've ever let on. Right. You know, should we so jump out and kind of press them for details? Mm-hmm. Or do we just, like, remain hidden behind the door? Hmm. That is a difficult choice. I don't feel like it's going to go well if we jump out and reveal ourselves. Okay. How so? Uh, what makes you think that? Well, I mean, first of all, there are a lot of them. Yes. Second of all, Carlos is really trying to not get any further entangled in whatever they have going on than sure. they already are. 
So us being a witness and a curious pesk. Um, that they can't really trust. Right. Did I say pesk? You did. Because I meant to say pest. Yeah, I know. Pesky. I didn't. Pesky, that was the like pest, one time I pest. didn't choose to correct you. You just would have let me sound like a fool on our podcast. Yeah. Thank you. I've re- you're such a good friend. Well, sometimes you don't like it when I correct you all the time, <laughs> either. So, like, freaking choose. <laughs> what? When do I get upset? But okay, never mind. Uh, yeah. So I doing like an old married couple. Well, the other night, right? Like, when we were making dinner, I do not get upset when you get when you correct me. I don't know what you're talking about. You're so dumb. Make me a sandwich. Anyway. So, uh, yes, I. Mm, but by not doing anything, I feel like I don't know if that's going to be helpful at all. Like, we only know a little bit of the story, and we don't know where to find Jorge or what trouble he's in. And by letting them all leave, we might not know anything else. I I was in the camp of jumping out and yeah. announcing ourselves. But, okay. but when you were just talking then, um, when you were saying actual words... I, you said like, you know, like Jorge, they're like letting take the fall for this bad thing, whatever it is. Right. And they're all getting out of town. Right. And like, we're the new kid that they can't trust who just heard something. Right. Right. Like, I don't feel like they're just going to let us go scot-free and, like, tell no. us or Jorge. Like, they're going to try to, like, yeah. silence us or something. Either like, they're going to silence us thing. or they're going to, like, toss us in a car and take us to Baja with them. I don't think they're going to take us with them to Baja. But, bro, we're so cool. How could they not? They we're a surf monkey. I, I demand get, respect. I don't think they get it, man. Well, they can go surf a lava pit. Yeah. Uh, so... I, I do think we should stay hidden. Yeah? Just because of that, like, I really feel like... Yeah, like, bad stuff could like, happen if we were... One, ourselves. they're not just going to be, like, forthcoming with all the deets, right? And then, like, Absolutely. leave. Yeah, no. Like, they're going to make sure that we're not in any way, shape, or form able to tell the authorities on them. Right. Not Uncle Dave's gone. Also, I feel like it has something to do with that oil rig. I 100% agree with that. Like, we should just go out there. Okay, so let's stay hidden? I think let's stay, we're going to stay hidden and turn to page 71. Oh, guys, there's a lot of reading in this book. Like, I'm seriously getting really, like, like, I get into it for, like, a minute, and then we, like, read for 20 minutes, and I'm just like, oh, my God. I mean, it's it's an intriguing story, though. Like, this mystery just keeps, like... Getting I just more want intriguing. to be more involved in the creation of it. I that's very true. Yeah, there were like at least three points that we could have like made a decision. Probably. That's all. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's a choose your own adventure book, not a read your adventure. Yeah, but we're you know that's we, already been laid out for you. Come on, Jim. Jim. This doesn't say how many different endings it is. Maybe there's only like four. <laughs> um, possible. Okay, so a summary Talk here. To me, Goose. Where are we going? Where do we start from? We decided to stay hidden behind the door. That's right, we did. And so we hid until we made sure that all of them were gone. And then we snuck into the room, and we found some matches and lit a lantern and looked for some clues, right? Because we're like, mm-hmm. we left something behind. And while we were fumbling around in the dark, we knocked some bricks out of the wall. And so we go to put those bricks back, and we notice a secret room behind the wall. Why are you laughing over there? I just, I was singing Pink Floyd in my head. 
but I couldn't the, play. The wall. Yeah. yeah. Just another brick, brick in the wall. wall. Yeah, yeah I just great. I couldn't sing it that well, and that's all. But in my head, you I'm like, you can't eat your meat if you don't have any pudding. How can you have any pudding? Something what? like that. I don't know. Um, anyway, so we take the rest of the bricks out of the wall, <laughs> and we go to the secret room. And inside the secret room are like diving gear, scuba tanks, goggles, all sorts of ominous things that we think are very sinister looking and strange. Um, but there's nothing really super incriminating there or anything that really helps us. So we put all the bricks back and we leave the lighthouse. Uh, one thing that we did pick up though, was this map. We picked up this interesting map with a line that led up into the mountains with an X at the end of it. And so the next day, treasure, exactly. The bones of Jorge. (laughs) I hope he's not dead. I don't think he's dead. My assumption from this book so far is he's not dead. But well, it has been four days since he went missing, so that's four, not four that's days not and we promising. have not gotten anywhere. Yeah, we are a terrible friend. Who um, was that other friend that we lost in like ancient Aztec times who we thought oh, was alive that was dead? <laughs> that we never ever ever found. Yeah. Oh yeah, because he got murdered. He, he yeah, that's really right. Died. I forgot that. I don't remember his name. I think that it poor was, man. might have also been Carlos. Was it really? That wouldn't have surprised me. We've definitely befriended a Carlos before. I feel like there was a Carlos in like one of our early ones too. Oh, the abominable snowman yeah, yeah. had Carlos. I feel like he was like one of our guides or our friend that we left behind to go to Shangri-La. Yeah, he was our friend. Uh, but all those Carloses aside, we head up into these mountains to go look at this mysterious X. So we take our uncle's mountain bike and we head up along this trail and we read the sign that says no trespassing and we don't care. Um... So we travel along, and then we find this old man who's, like, hunched over by this green swampy pond. And as we stop to see what he's all about, like, the water bubbles up, and it, like almost like a geyser shoots out of the pond. And he's like, aha, I knew it. And we're like, what? And he's like, wow, because we startled him, and he didn't know anything was behind him. And he was like, this is proof that there's going to be an earthquake today. And from well, let's say from that alone, we deduce that this must be Earthquake Joe, who our Uncle Dave told <laughs> us about. Um, Just because he said the word earthquake. Yeah, like, oh, crazy old man in the hills who is obsessed with earthquakes. Must be Earthquake Joe. <laughs> and so we, like, we kind of befriend Earthquake Joe. Sure. And uh, he takes us back to his house where he has a bunch of animals. And he's like, these are my earthquake detectors. Uh, when they've been kind of going crazy all day, one of his pigs bit the uh, tail off of another pig. Weird. And his dog has been whimpering all day and you know, other things. You know, mouths are pooping upside down. Who knows what other signs of earthquakes could be. Um, and so, he, you know, he kind of talks about earthquakes and how he became obsessed with them. He used to be a school teacher, blah, blah, blah. And then he says, well, my main concern is, like, you see this fault line here? And he shows us this map. He's like, they built that oil rig right on that fault line out in the ocean. And if there's Mm -hmm. a major earthquake, I don't think it can last. So, like, he tried to petition to get this oil rig not built on this fault line, but the oil execs didn't care. And they were like, we just want money because we're greedy sons of bitches. And, you know, exactly those corporate tycoon mother lovers. And, um... Where was I going with that? Yeah, so earthquake. There's gonna. He, he's like, dude, I promise you, before like dinner time tonight, there's going to be an earthquake, and it's probably going to be pretty big. And if I know my stuff, which I do, that oil rig's not going to last very long, and then that oil is going to spill everywhere. There's going to be a huge explosion, and the ocean is going to be ruined for years to come, at least along the cove. Um, and so we're like, hey, 
this is great and all, but have you seen our friend Jorge? We haven't seen him in four days, and I'm really concerned. And he's like, no, I don't know about your friend, but there was this kid named Carlos who came up here and was really concerned about that oil rig, and he was super sincere and all that kind of stuff, and he tried to get it, you know, like, removed or, you know, like, together they tried to call the corporate stooges to make sure that they didn't build it, but they would never take their phone calls and whatever. Um, and we're like, Carlos? That doesn't sound like the Carlos we know, but it could it be the same one? Because, like, the Carlos we knew was kind of like a douche, and he didn't seem very sincere at all. But maybe he changed. Maybe he tried to legitimately do things the right way, and then when they wouldn't pay any attention to him, he had to take more extreme measures. Sure. Seems right. fair. So, we pretty much say goodbye to Earthquake Joe. We're like, thanks, Later. thanks for the time. Thanks for the tea. I don't know if he made his tea, but it seems Thanks nice for that he did. Thanks skipping the snakes. Oh, see, yeah, that didn't that did not scar me the same way that it scarred you. <laughs> yeah, on the way back to Joe's house, we were going through this field, and all the snakes were writhing past us in the in the field. <gasps> Hundreds of them. Yeah, because they were they coming out of, their, out their, out holes of their holes because of the earthquake. yeah, earthquake. Joe was like, they know they'll get crushed if they stay down there, and so like we kind of freak out. We jump out of the field. But yeah, when I read hundreds of writhing snakes, Chad was like, Bruh! Um, it, exactly. That's the, the exact noise yeah, that the, yeah, I made. That's really great. Um, yeah, that's funny. Man, I can't believe I forgot that. I'm just missing all the good parts. That's all right. Um, that's why I'm here. Yeah, we make a good team. So yeah, we leave Earthquake Joe's, and on our way down back on the trail, we're like, "What's going on? This mystery is so confusing. I don't even know what to like do next." And uh, we flash back to the guy at the oiled goal the night before. And he was, when he, when he said, you surfers better stay out of our way or we'll get more of you. And then we're like, well, on top of that, like Joe made us wonder what Carlos was afraid of, if it has something to do with Jorge's disappearance. And so we think maybe we should check out this oiled goal. Doesn't seem like a pleasant place, but maybe we can get some more clues and evidence there about Jorge. And then we're like, on the other hand, like, we feel a lot more at home at the Cove. And maybe we should just go back to a familiar, peaceful place to, like, work this puzzle out in our mind and see if we get some new inspiration in a familiar, nice spot. Um, so if we go over to the Oiled Goal, we turn to page 97. Or if we go down to the Cove, turn to page 24. Oh, I'm, I'm all about going to this dive bar. I think we've got to try it, man. I don't know what else what are we, we gonna can go think of. Sit for another day at the cove while yep. Jorge's missing? Probably. Probably. That's exactly what we would do. So, yeah, we should go down to this oiled goal and see what we can find out. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Let's get it done. Done. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Okay. I'm so into this. This was a passage full of twists. And turns and excitement. That's the truth. I did not see that coming. Okay, so. I mean, I kind of did, but. You know. Well, yeah, but not. Just go. Go, 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 go. All right, let me. Catch let me, these folks up. Let me start talking. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we went to the oiled goal, as you probably remember, because we read a lot of pages, but you just finished listening talking to yeah, us about it. That was it. about five seconds ago. So uh, we went to oil, We went to the, uh, the bar. I can't say those words together. We went to the bar. And um, we see a sign that says, like, nobody under 21, no bare feet. And we're like, well, hey, one out of two ain't bad, whatevs. So we, like, cozy up to an empty bar school, and, you know, some guys are having breakfast, and some of them are already, like, knocking back a few, and there's a preseason football game on the telly. 
And um, and so, you know, we remembered then we're like, oh, wait, we have this picture of Jorge that we took from his house in our pocket. So we start showing it around the bar. Be like, hey, listen, you know, do you have you seen my friend who's been missing for like five days? Nobody, nobody really remembers, um, you know, anything about Jorge. Mm -hmm. Striking out. Mm -hmm. And the bartender kind of motions us over towards the end of the bar. He's like, bro, so come over here. And we're like, oh, man, here it is. We're about to get thrown out of this bar. You know what I mean? But he's surprisingly friendly. And he's like, um, hey, what are you doing? How, can I help you? And we're like, hey, we're just. Clingy, 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 yeah. Clingy, and clingy, then clingy, so clingy, like clingy. as we're starting to explain, like the wine glasses on like hanging above the bar start to clink together. Yeah, and the floor started shifting <laughs> strangely. Strangely. And he's like, did you feel that? And like before we can answer. Like, every, just giant earthquake, okay? Shit breaks loose. Like, it just starts going down. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And the dude's like, get under the doorway! Get under the doorway! Get under the doorway! You know, so, like, and then, like, typical earthquake things. Happen. Yeah, like the ceiling cracks and, like, telephone poles are flying everywhere. Know, and glass is breaking and yada, yada, yada. And people are screaming, ah! Yeah. But... Being from Indiana, we're very familiar with earthquakes. <laughs> Just kidding. Yeah, that was a funny joke, Chad. You know what I did feel an earthquake in Indiana, though? Like, in all seriousness, I, that's like, I felt more earthquakes in Indiana than I ever did out in California. Wow. I also lived in Indiana about seven times longer than I did out in California, so, so that could potentially be why. Anyway, um, where was I at? So oh, the, the earthquake. earthquake. And we're all standing in the doorway. And um, two of the oil rig dudes are talking, and they're like, "Good thing no." They're like, "Oh wait, like nobody's out on the rig. Like she's if, gonna blow. She's if nobody's out there to shut her off, she's gonna blow." And they're like, "Said something about." Well, the, the, the one was like, "Well, I'm not going out there now." And then the other dude was like, "What about that kid?" Yeah, and then they kind of look at us. Yeah, and then they like stop talking. They look at us. And then we, like, finally, as Eric and I suspected about 27, like, minutes of reading ago, yeah. that Jorge is actually on the oil That's kind of, yeah, I feel like that was a pretty early uh, guess of ours. Like, before we even, like, joined the Surf Monkeys. Yeah. Like, choice one, where, yeah. like, Jorge's on the oil rig. Potentially on the oil rig, yeah. Probably that's yeah, where he's probably. At. We should probably just go there first and poke around. But that was never an option, so whatever. But so now we're like, oh my gosh, he's out there. That's got to yeah. be what they're talking about. And and the, it's going to blow up. Right. Right? So we like have to go save our friends. So, so we, we dash out of the oiled goal. And we down to the marina where we know our uncle's friend has like a motorboat and we know where the keys are and we jump in the boat and nobody sees us and we get away. We're in the open ocean. <laughs> right? And then uh, we're zooming towards the rig and then like crash bang. Balloon. Like, the oil rig is, like, on fire, <sighs> and everything's on fire. The ocean's on fire because of the oil that's spilling out of the oil rig. Fire! It's just fire flames everywhere! Everywhere. It's a okay. disaster. There was a lot of, like, talking about how everything was on fire. Yeah. And then, um, so we're zooming along, and then we think we see, like, a seal in the water. Right, like a little head bobbing. Yeah. Coming out of the, and and but then we look a little closer and we realize it's not a seal; it's actually like a person covered in oil. Right. So we're like we zoom ahead. So yeah, we pull up, like 
drag the person into the boat and like use our jacket to like wipe the oil off of their face. And surprise, surprise, surprise! surprise it's Jorge. He oh escaped. Like he's not dead forever. You're alive. Right, and we rescued him. Yeah, we did. And um, and so he he makes a funny joke. Um, and then that's the end of the story. The end. The end. Yeah. Yeah, he said. Like, so we rescue our friend. We go back to shore. That's the last time I have grease in my hair. Yeah, that's the last first and last time time I grease back my hair. Yeah, that was it. And uh, And yeah, uh, that's the end. The end. We We rescued our friend. That's it. We didn't even like die. No. Or anything. Like we did all the right things. We made such good choices. We did. So apparently, like, Jorge had gotten in trouble with these dudes and they were going to ship him off to Alaska. Yeah, I mean, these dudes were, like, nasty. Yeah. And so they just left him on that oil rig to die. But thankfully, we saved him. And that's that. So, that's that. I mean, I... Do you even feel like you want to... No. I don't feel like I... I mean, I think that we have accomplished everything perfectly in this story. I think we have. Like, I think this is one of those rare instances where I'm, like, really content with the story. I'm so content. It was a really intriguing mystery. It had a lot of twists and turns, and we had some surprises. Like, I'm not sure there's anything I'd really go back to unless you really wanted to ride that roller coaster. I mean, I do, but I don't think it's going to end well, so we should just, you know, end on a high note. Okay, well, while you're thinking, why don't you think about maybe what uh, what Cherry learned? Oh, yeah. And let me, because we didn't get to do this in the middle. Well, yeah, yeah, because we didn't have an ending. Because <laughs> we were so yeah. successful. So let me just remind Go the folks us. about a few things. Um, so thank you all again so much for listening. And um, if you don't already, please follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash cherrypodcast or on Twitter at cherrypodcast. Um, you can shoot us an email at cherrypodcast at gmail.com. Um, and you can also find us on the web under construction. Okay, but it's out there. In progress. In progress. So stay tuned for updates. We have a new website, www.cherrypodcast.com. <laughs> so check it out, cherrypodcast.com. Yeah. Um, lots of stuff up there, links to the episodes. Uh, we'll do some blog posts and different things. We're still working with our friend at mirror shift to help us with our web design and mm-hmm. things like that. Yep. Um, so she is amazing. Um, and you can find her contact info on there as well. Um, but more updates, more to come. Totes. But you can check it out right now if you want to get a little preview of, of that action. Um, what else? Oh, sponsors. Right. Yes, we've got to talk about a new sponsor. Yeah, i got to talk about this week's sponsor. So a lot of people are finding the pod and just reaching out to us. Be like, hey, can we uh, can we sponsor an episode? Yeah, we love your pod. Let's put a little blurb you know, on there. And a little tip for tat, right? So um, this week our sponsor is uh, Bethany's Beach Towels. Yeah. Um, Life's Bethany's a beach. Beach Towels. Life's a beach, but yours doesn't have to be. There you go. Perfect. Yeah, I kind of ruined it there. You want to just, just try it again. Uh, Bethany's Beach Towels. Life's a beach, but yours doesn't have to be. Great. Um, she has a lot of amazing like, exactly. towels the, like for the, the season. The designs are fabulous. Uh, I got one the other day, and I absolutely am in love with it. I hear she's even making a Cherrick beach towel with both of our faces on it, which is pretty exciting. You guys can yeah. sit on the beach on our faces if you want to. Right. That sounded really. <laughs> that sounded much worse than I 
We ever intended a it whole to. Pod with a <laughs> sexual innuendo. Look, that one was a total accident. I that would Almost I does not intend entire, that. An entire podcast. And maybe if I hadn't caught myself, then it could just could have like flown over and not even have been a thing. <laughs> I mean, I made one joke, but it was off air. So it was off air. It was really funny though. I laughed and laughed. Uh, okay, so yes, did, Bethany's beach Cher- towels. Bethany's beach towels. Life's a beach for years doesn't have to be. Perfect. Eric, what did Cherik learn? What did Cherik learn? Um, in all seriousness, I learned never join a gang because they will not respect you even after you initiate and pass their freaking tests. Um, but in all seriousness, I learned trust your instincts. Like, we knew Jorge was on that little rig. Yep. And we wandered around for four four days days. in so many words to finally go out there and freaking find him. Like, we might not have had any evidence, but we could have presumed from the clues given to us that that's where he was and that there was something sketchy about it. Yeah. Et cetera, et cetera. And I feel like we knew it and we just didn't act on it and we should have, especially knowing that we had a boat that we could have used the whole time. Right. So that that's what I learned. Like trust your instincts, go with your gut and freaking find your best friends, man. If your best friend is missing, you you know what you got to do. Don't dilly dally. You got to find him. Don't go in circles. Earthquake Joe was great. But it wouldn't have mattered if we'd met him before or after that the earthquake. The earthquake still yeah, happened. It still happened. Wouldn't have mattered either way. So that is what I learned. Chad, did you learn anything else? I've learned that I would really like to see monkeys on a surfboard. <laughs> um, well, that's, you know, you and me both. That would have been pretty great. Like, if that's not on YouTube already, it should be. Um, and I think that's about it. You know, <laughs> like, I enjoyed the book, but, like, I, from the get-go, was pretty let down that there was not actual monkeys on surfboards. I mean, in all honesty, I feel like if they were going to be monkeys on surfboards, that would have been on the front cover of the book. Well, I never looked at the front cover. Oh, I guess that's true. I had that one at my house the whole time. Yeah. Okay. Touche. Touche. <laughs> it was just a book called Surf Monkeys, and I really thought this entire time it was going to be monkeys who surfed, and I was really let down, and I'm upset. No, bruh. Nah. It was the gang. It was the surf gang. The surf monkey gang. No. Hey, hey, with the monkeys. So I'm going to go start YouTubing um, monkeys who surf. <laughs> and I'm going to Google the crap out of that. Sounds great. And uh, Eric's going to learn important life lessons, but I'm not, so. Yeah, that's fine. You know, only one of us has to. I don't know if I even have to every time, but. We don't have to, but you know, I mean, it just. This you, time, I didn't glean any, like, important, like, philosophical or ethical world truths. Well, you know, it wasn't book. really, um, well, I mean, I guess one is don't build a freaking oil rig on an earthquake. Well, yeah, fault, I mean, like, come zone, on. Whatever. Like, just, corporate it, stooges, would you just, planet, like, you know what respect I mean? the earth, bros. Come on. Y'all suck. We get it. Earth but. first. Money's great and all, but, like, there's no reason to kill everybody in the process. You know what I'm talking about? Preach. You know what I'm talking about? Y'all, yep. need to, y'all need to listen to me, okay? Because we're not respecting what we got, okay? All right. Well, why don't you say we we sign this sign it off? Or why don't you say we sign this off? Okay. Well, as why always, don't you say that I, I say that been, we should just say? I've been Chad. And I am Eric. And together, together we have been, been Cherik. Yep. Okay. Great. Bye, y'all. Peace, love, and Cherik. <laughs>